Well, Happy New Year. You excited about 2021? Are y'all sure? All right. I'm excited. Matthew, uh, not Matthew, we are going to go to Matthew. Go to 1 Samuel 17 first. 1 Samuel 17, Proverbs 29, Matthew 28. 1 Samuel 17, Proverbs 29, Matthew 28. I'd love to have been in that baptistry a few minutes ago on that back wall when Brother Jay was back there baptizing. And I told him, I said, I knocked the thermometer, turned the water on accident, just set it back up. Well, our thermometer has a long pink string attached to it that's attached to a rubber stopper. Y'all know what I'm talking about? That covers the drain. Now, it's just a secondary to keep it, you know, it's got a little trickle. And when he rolled that string up, he pulled the stopper. I love to know what was going through his mind. Like, is all, is all this water about to go out of here before I do this or what? I know there was a panic moment back there. Just slightly, and I'd love to have seen it. So while you turn into 1 Samuel 17, Proverbs 29, and Matthew 28, you know, um, a lot of businesses have slogans or they have logos. And, and, you know, Live Oak Baptist Churches is the no, grow, go. And if you haven't heard that, then you haven't listened because I think I say it at least once a week. And so, but that's what, if, if you're in the Watson community or wherever you're at in the world, if you're in Texas watching this morning or wherever, you ought to know that Live Oak Baptist is known by No, Grow, Go. And so this year, whenever we look at 2021, I really want to emphasize all that and why we believe what we believe. And then, But I want to run through some things real quick. I'm going to say the slogan or the logo, and I want y'all to tell me what company it is. Just do it. Nike. Think different. Apple. Quality never goes out of style. Levi's. Finger licking good. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Snap Crackle Pop. Rice Krispies. So easy a caveman can do it. Geico. The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty. The Happiest Place on Earth. Rome. Live Oak Baptist Church. They stole it from us. We bring good things to life. GE. I'm loving it. McDonald's. Bet you can't eat just one. Lay's. When it rains, it pours. Morton salt. Taste of rainbow. Skittles. The breakfast of champion. Wheaties. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. M&M's. Eat fresh. Subway, have it your way, Burger King. So this morning, we're going to talk about, about our logo, and we're going to talk about our vision for 2021, and I'm going to challenge you this morning to, to grasp your vision for what God's calling us to do, and I'm going to push you in that area this morning. So this morning, if you're not ready to say, all right, I'm ready to claim 2021 for God then you probably need to tune out. If you're watching online, you probably need to just turn me off because that's the direction we're going this morning because God has a direct call on all of our lives for what he wants us to do. So in 1 Samuel 17, I'm going to start in verse 45. It said, David said to the Philistine, 
You come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and to the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning, Father, just to say that we love you, Father, and I just thank you for your word, Father, and even right now, Father, I just ask as we go through the different passages, Father, that you open our hearts, our souls, and our minds to hear from you and you only, and that, Father, that we'll step up to what you're calling us as individuals to do, Father, and how you're calling us to live. Father, we love you. In son's name I pray. Amen. You know, whenever a business starts, a good, successful business, they have a logo. They have a slogan. You know, we'll go back to like the Burger King, whenever they say, have it your way. You know, that's probably 99% correct. If you go through, you can get it your way. It depends on who's taking the order. But you can go there and say, I want a Whopper with cheese with no ketchup, no pickles, with lettuce and tomatoes and onions, you know, or however you like your burger dressed. But, you know, whenever you look, businesses that don't have that vision, they don't have that logo, they don't survive. Why did Live Oak go through 2020 as well as it did? Because we know we grow, we go. And even though things happened and we had to shift gears and do things different, we never give up on what God called us to do. And so whenever you look at these words, you know, and you're thinking this morning, well, how in the world did David cutting off Goliath's head going to give us vision for next year? Because this is why David run out on that battlefield and David stood there in front of that whole army and he claimed that victory for God and God only. Whenever he run out on that battlefield and he looked Goliath in the eye across that battlefield and he said, look, you can bring your sword, you can bring your javelin, you can bring your spear, you can bring whatever you want to bring, but my God is going to strike you down today. Amen. And, you know, he might have had a sling and five stones and there was probably a lot of people that looked and said, hmm, this is not going to end well for little David. But you know what? David claimed that victory for God. You know, back at the beginning of 2020, you know, I'll be the first to tell you 2020 didn't go just how the staff thought it was going to go. There was lots of plans that we had that God didn't have in store for us last year. But God still showed up in big ways. So I'm going to have a commercial break right now. If you don't get our church newsletter, you need to call the church office tomorrow morning and tell Miss Gayla to email it to you or make sure you're on the mailing list. Because I went back through last year and listed out what God did at Live Oak last year. And I know I missed stuff. But he showed up in a big way. Was it the way that we thought it was going to be? No. But he still showed up and he showed off in a lot of ways. Why? Because we was obedient and we stayed firm and fast to the scripture and the no, grow, go. And so whenever David went out on that battlefield and he claimed that for God, that's what I'm asking you to do this morning. I'm asking you right now on January 3rd, 2020, to say, God, this is your year. God, this is the year that I'm going to live for you like I've never lived for you before. God, this is the year I'm going to be the boldest I've ever been for you. God, this is your year. And some of you right now are checking out on me and thinking, oh, I need to switch over to that other church online. You know, some of you right now are thinking, okay, I'm about to go to doodling right now because Brother Johnny's off his rocker. I'm not. I'm telling you what God's calling us to do. Flip with me over to Proverbs 29. Proverbs 29, we're going to read in verse 18. Proverbs 29, 18. 
It says, where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. Do you hear that? Where there is no vision, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. It depends on what translation you're reading that of. Then go with me over to, to Matthew 28, Matthew 28, verse um, 18. And you, you say, Brother Johnny, you read this all the time because this is the marching orders of believers right here. Matthew 28, verse 18. It said, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of age. You know, those words are crystal clear. It's black and white. There's no way that we can dance around and say, mm -hmm, did he really mean that? Yes, he meant it. And so whenever you read that, but I want to go backwards a little bit, back to Proverbs 29, and I want to read that same verse out of a couple of different translations. The NSB says, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. And then in the NLT, it says when people do, do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. You know, and so that's the purpose of vision. That's why God says, all right, I'm doing this, and this is the direction you need to go. This is the vision you need to have. Why does Live Oak Baptist Church believe in no, grow, go? Because we believe that's what God's called us to in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Because he's called us to go, to make disciples, to baptize, and to teach. You just witnessed that this morning. You know, last year in the midst of us not being on campus a lot of weeks and us being online only for a lot of weeks, we still baptized. You know, I don't remember the exact, the exact numbers, 27, 28 people last year. Wow. God gets all the glory for that because the staff stood and said, God, this is your year. God, this is your, no matter what happens to us, pandemic, we don't care. You're still God. You're still in control. And so we stood hard and fast to the scripture because the methods might have to change, but the message never changes. And so we had, you know, baptisms last year. We had over 45 people join our fellowship here that says, I want to become an active member of Live Oak Baptist Church. You know, even when we wasn't on campus, even when we wasn't in Sunday school, there was times whenever for eight or ten weeks I sat at that high top table like that on a bar stool right there under those three logos. It was just me and the worship team. And we would do the service, and then we'd get a text message. Hey, I want to join y'all's church. How can I do that since we're not meeting in person? Not a problem. Answer these questions. People would call and text after the service say, Hey, I need to be baptized. I know I need to be obedient in that area. How can we do that? Send a text message out to about 40 people on a Thursday night at 8 o'clock. We meet up here and we baptize on a Thursday night. We baptize on a Saturday. Because nowhere in here does it say Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. And so, you know, why did Live Oak do what we did last year? Because we stayed obedient to God. And so this morning, that's my challenge to you as, as individuals. On January 3rd, 2021, are you going to say, all right, God, there's a vision that you've given my church. God, there's a vision that you've given my life. And I need to know, I need to grow, and I need to go. And some of you right now are thinking, hmm, I don't know. Brother Johnny, you're kind of out there right now. But I want, let me go back to Matthew 28 and read that last verse. And let me read it to you in the NLT because I love how this is worded. And it said, be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Do you hear that? Be sure of this. God's telling us, I'm going to be with you. All you have to do is say, yes, Lord, and I'll do the rest. Well, this morning, this is what I want you to think about. Here's my question to you. 
Do you have a vision going into 2021 of people that need to meet Jesus? Do you have a vision right now of people that you need to have conversations with that need to be introduced to the Lord? And some of you in here this morning, some of you are watching online and you're thinking, you didn't tell us we were going to have a pop quiz this morning. I'm not prepared. Well, you can, here's your pop quiz. Do you have a vision of people right now that you know that need to meet the Lord? Is there names that come to your mind, even as you're sitting here right now thinking, hmm, this would be a good person for Brother Johnny to talk to? <laughs> Wrong answer. God give you the revelation. God revealed them to you. Then you need to go talk to them. Well, that's not fair. Well, life's not fair. You know, because I'm going to tell you, Live Oak has a vision from God that we need to reach the world. God has given Live Oak the vision to know, grow, go. He's given that to us. People need to come to know the Lord. So that means that we need to do what we need to do as a staff to help equip you to get you there. This week, I had a real um, conversation that was um, almost unnerving, I guess, if you would want to think about it like that. I'm really good friends with a funeral director and a funeral home. They do a lot of funerals here, and this week we had one here. And we was talking before the family got here, and I'm a numbers person. I love numbers. And so I said, hey, how many funerals have y'all done this year, and how many do y'all do in normal years? Normally, normally this particular funeral home does between four and 500 funerals a year. This year, almost 1,000. Let that sink in almost double. And I stood right here, right here, and I got overwhelmed because as I stood here and as he said those numbers to me, this is Livingston Parish. That's not a national number. This is Dunham Springs, Louisiana. Livingston Parish, these numbers are coming out of. We've done double the amount of funerals this year at that one funeral home. And as I stood right there, my heart broke and I got overwhelmed because I'm thinking, how many miles have I put on my truck riding through this community in the last 52 years of my life? How many times have I driven through here? How much have I seen this community grow? Down this road, it used to not be nothing but cow fields. I could tell you the families that lived on this road up until recent years. Where I live on Highway 16, it used to be a two-lane road, and I could run back and forth across the road. Between where I live on Highway 16 going towards Denham and here, I could tell you the businesses that used to be there. I can tell you, back then, you didn't eat nothing but fried chicken and storage grocery. You ate Linda's fried chicken and storage grocery if you wanted to eat in Watson. Right, Clint? Then we've ate it, haven't we? We don't eat stories no more. Still bitter about that. But anyway... But my heart broke because I'm thinking there is people that need to hear about the Lord. There's people that need to hear about God's saving grace. We just sang. If you're in here this morning, if you sang that song, it is well, and it don't wreck you, then you need to get checked. Because when you start singing and you really realize what God's done for us and you sing, it is well with my soul because of his blood, there's times I stand back there this morning and I couldn't even utter the words that was on the screen because God was working in my life. Can you think that one day whenever you don't have to have faith and we can see God eye to eye, 
I can't wait to get to that point in my life. And I'm going to stand there and sing, it is well with my soul. And I know from Wednesday that double the amount of people have died in Livingston Parish last year. How many of them went to hell? Did you hear that? How many of them went to hell because we didn't do what we were supposed to do? And you're thinking, that's not fair, Brother Johnny. Well, it's not fair for them not to hear the gospel either. Because if I'm going to stand there and sing it as well, I need to mean it. I need to mean it with everything in me. And so there's some things that's wrote on my board this morning. If you walk to my office right now, I don't even think they'll erase off of it. They've been on there so long. I have four statements that keeps me focused. The first one is the scripture that we just read. Where there is no vision, people perish. I keep that on my board to keep me grounded on no, grow, go. I keep that on that board to keep me grounded that I'm the go, I'm the disciple, I'm the baptize, and I'm the teach. The next thing that's on my board, are we a neighborhood church to the nations? Are we a neighborhood church to the nations? You know, are we that church that people want to come to? Are we that church that makes a difference all around the nation, all around the world? If you had asked me, this question, a year ago, I'd have told you, sure, because we'll jump on a plane and go to Nicaragua. We'll jump on a plane and go to the Bahamas or to Puerto Rico or to wherever. And we'll go serve. So we're a church to the nations. But now we can't jump on those planes as easy. But you know what? Because of the digital age, because of some of you that are watching it online just like you are right now, we're not only around the United States in 33 or 34 states, we're in three foreign countries that I know of. Nicaragua, Venezuela. They watch all the time. I have people down there that will contact me through Facebook and say, hey, we watched your service. I told my doctor a few weeks ago when I went in for my diabetes checkup, and you know, she was telling me, boy, you're, you're doing good. Used to I'd get beat up because I didn't do good in those meetings with my doctor and with my sugar levels. And she was telling me, and and I was telling her, and she was asking about the online services, and I was telling her about the online, and I told her, I said, look, you got a lot of pressure on you right now because I'm an international televangelist. You have to keep me well, you know? And so, but you know, whenever you look, you know, whenever we're a church to the nations, here's the third one that's on my board. Who's eating at your dinner table? Let that sink in for a minute. Are you literally being intentional with who you're inviting to the dinner table? Are you sitting knee to knee and eye to eye with somebody and spending time with them around a meal? I've seen God work miracles over queso at poppies. Because whenever you're knee to knee and eye to eye with them and you're in that booth, then you can get real, real quick and say, let me tell you what my God's doing. I can sing it as well with my soul because this is what he's done for Johnny Morgan. Let me tell you this. So I keep that on my board because I need to be reminded, I need to be intentional about who I'm spending time with and I need to surround myself with people that need to hear about the Lord. And then the last thing that's on my board is are we weeping for our community? Are we weeping for our community? You know, I mentioned a minute ago, whenever I stood right here and I started thinking about all the miles I've put on my truck riding through this community, I can't tell you how many tires Randy Purvis has sold me for my trucks over the last years. How many vehicles I've wore out right here. You know, it's easy 
for me to plan a mission trip and say, hey, let's rally the troops and go to Nicaragua. And people that's never talked about Jesus will stand down on them dirty roads and talk about Jesus. But we need to be doing it right here. We need to be doing it in Watson. And so whenever are we weeping, you know, is God breaking our heart for what we see going on in our world today? Is God breaking our heart for what we see going on in our community today? I could tell you story after story that would either crush your spirit completely or have you mortified to know what's going on in our community. And it needs to hear about Jesus. And it needs to hear it from you. It needs to hear it from me. So back to vision. Why does vision matter? If I'd have blacked out all these windows and all of a sudden told Miss Kim in the back to black the lights out real quick and then it went whoosh, and then it got pitch black in here, if I'd have hollered fire, most of you couldn't have got out the doors because you can't see, right? Well, it's the same way with stumbling through life. If we don't have that vision to know where we need to go, what's it tell us? That we run unrestrained, we run wild. Scripture tells us that. And so we need to have vision. Some of you this morning are sitting there, you're listening or you're watching online and you're thinking, Brother Johnny, you, you just don't understand. Well, let me read you Scripture. Because this isn't Johnny. This isn't just Johnny making this up. Mark 16, 15. It says, Then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Do you hear that? Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Not just the people we like. Not just the people it's easy to love. To everybody. Acts 20, 28 says to guard yourselves and, people, and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. Do this. If you're sitting in here today, do this. If you're watching online today, do this. Get your finger. Take this finger now and go right back into your chest with it. Say, I'm a leader. I want to hear you. I'm a leader. All right, so this is what I want you to hear. There's two kinds of leaders. Either you're leading towards God or you're leading away from God. You're leading one of the two ways. And you say, well, Brother Johnny, I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm, I, I live a good life. I do this. Well, if we're not pointing people to God, then we're leading them away from God. Because if it's not important enough for us to tell people about God, then we're telling them that they don't need God. And I know that's hard to hear, but that's fact. So we're either leading towards God or we're leading away from God. Ephesians 4.12, it says their responsibility is to equip, God, equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. My job, Brother Donnie's job, Brother Mike's job, Brother Frank's job is to equip you. Your Sunday school teachers, Brother Frank does an amazing job of equipping our Sunday school teachers so that those Sunday school teachers can equip the people so that those people can go to the world. That's, that's the pyramid effect. That's the trickle down on how it's supposed to work. No, grow, go. Ephesians 6, 7. It says, work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than people. We're to be excited about what we do. We need to be pointing people to God in everything that we do. You know, there's going to be, there, there's people right now that if, if I send a text or Brother Mike was to send a text out and say, hey, I've got this opportunity to go to the school and I need 200 cupcakes, we'll have ladies flood that kitchen to come bake cupcakes. 
If I send a text message out and say, hey, we've got a group that need to leave and go to Ruston, Louisiana and cut trees for a week, they're gone. Bags packed, ready to roll. But if I say, hey, let's go watch Richmond and go door to door and tell people about Jesus, nothing. Crickets a lot of times. But we ought to be just as excited about going to tell people about Jesus as going to do the actual work. Because people need to hear about the Lord. A church without a vision is never going to grow. I'm convinced of that. Why has Live Oak Baptist Church had a steady growth since Howard Turner come here to be the pastor almost 27 years ago? Because God gave him a vision. Because if I remember the conversation, not that I was there, so it's hearsay, but I trust him. Brother Howard said about the third weekend of him being a preacher, he sat down with a few members that was here and said, we either need to fold up and go somewhere else or we need to make this church grow. Is that a true statement? And here we are. One, two, three buildings later, minus one with a new one coming. Because God gave him a vision. Vision hadn't changed. To go, to make disciples, to baptize, and to teach. God's give us that vision. And we need to do it. Some of you are sitting here right now or you're watching online thinking, well, Brother Johnny, you're saying all this. And we are, we're getting to know. We're getting that. We understand no. But when you get to the grow part, y'all canceled Sunday school for a month again. We didn't do Sunday school for 32 weeks before that. Well, guess what? We're still growing. Because Brother Frank is teaching an online class at 9.15 on Facebook and YouTube. He's teaching Sunday school at 9.15, so you can tune in. When you leave here today, if you didn't watch Sunday school, you can go home and watch it in a little bit. And if you don't have a book, raise your hand at the end, and Brother Mike will run, and we're going to video him running. He's going to run to the other building, grab a bunch of Sunday school books, and bring back. Because if you don't have time to watch online, you can still have that book, and you can still do that every day by yourself. Because we need to be pushing ourselves. And if you can say, well, I'm not disciplined enough, well, then you call somebody and we'll get you somebody that will hold you accountable. I'm going to tell you, for years I met with, I had an accountability group, and, and they, every day we would call each other. This was even pre-texting. This is how long ago it was. We would call each other and talk on the phone and say, hey, did you read your Bible today? Hey, did you pray for your family today? And it helps shape all of us to where God has us today. And we had to have that accountability. And then go. And again, some of you are watching online. Some of you are in here this morning thinking, Brother Johnny, it just it don't flow out my mouth like it does yours to tell people about Jesus. Well, let me tell you, I've had conversations with people whenever I walked away from that conversation I would pray and say, God, that was a train wreck. Because I thought I stumbled on my words every way you could. And then 30 minutes later, I'd get a phone call and they'd say, hey, I need to meet that God you just told me about. And I'd say, all right. And I would pray with them on the phone or I'd go back to their house or go back to where they was at. And I'm thinking, God, how did you turn a train wreck back on rail? so that somebody could meet you. Because he don't need me. He just needs my obedience. He can do the rest. 
And so if you're sitting there this morning or if you're watching online this morning and you say, I really still don't know. This is what I challenge you to do. 225-278-4772. 225-278-4772. Text me and say, Brother Johnny, you just told us that you have something in your notes on your phone that you use whenever you talk to people. I've got the, the Roman road when I actually, I didn't do this. Kim Albin did this. She sent this to me years ago. Um, and it's got questions. So it's got the Roman road. It's got a verse. And they read the verse and then ask them a question. Read a verse, ask them a question. And then when you get to the very end of it, it's got the prayer. So you literally, I've copied and pasted that. I keep it in the notes in my phone. Copied and pasted and sent it to a student at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's texted me and said, hey, I'm struggling. And I've sent them that. Said, send me the answers back. We'll text back and forth. And then they'll pray the prayer and accept Christ. Or I've been sitting in restaurants and I said, look, read this with me. And I'll just pull, because most of us never leave home without our phone. Pull it up, the notes in my phone, and start going through it. Here, read this verse. What does this mean? Read this verse. What does this mean? And then when you get to the bottom, if they want to pray and accept Christ, it's already got to prayer. You don't even have to think. Text me. I'll send it to you. I've used that thousands of times. But it tells us to know, grow, go. Know, grow, go. What are we going to do? So David said to the Philistine, Philistines, you come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and to the wild animals and to the whole world. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered there will know that there is by the sword or the spear the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. What if we took what we heard in here this morning, and we went out to Watson, and we said, let me tell you what my God done. What if we went out into Watson, and we said, it is well with my soul. Let me tell you what my God's done in my life. And watch the ripple that goes from Watson to Walker to Denham to Central to Houston to Dallas to Florida. All because this year we said, God, I'm claiming this year for you. God, this year is your year. Use me like you've never used me before. Yes, God, I will be obedient to you. Yes, God, I will share my story. Father, we come to you right now, Lord, just to say that we love you. Father, and I thank you for today. Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I thank you how clear it is. Father, this morning, Father, there's some of us, Father, that need to surrender and say, yes, God. 
Are there some of us that need to say, God, in 2021, today, January 3rd, I'm standing claiming this year for you and you only. God, I want to honor you with my life. There's some in here today, or there's some that are watching online right now that have no understanding of what I'm talking about because you've never surrendered to God. So God, this morning, Father, I just ask that you break hearts, Father, that you show people inside their lives, Father. Father, if there's some that need to say, Father, forgive me. Father, become the Lord of my life. Father, that today will be that day. Father, whether they're sitting physically at 3560 or 3 Cox Avenue, Father, they're sitting in their living rooms or their dining rooms or they're listening while they're driving their cars. Father, they know today they need to surrender their life to you, Father, and that's where they need to start on January 3rd, 2021. Father, that they'll do that. Father, there might be some that need to be obedient in baptism. Father, like Miss Dana was a little bit ago. Father, that they'll reach out right now, today, and say, I need to follow through with that obedience in my life. Father, there might be some that want to make, that know that they need to make live up their home. Father, they want to become part of a church that's not scared to live the gospel out. Father, that's not scared to start a building when they're not even building on, meeting on campus right now. Father, so that whenever people come back, Father, we're ready. Father, there might be some that just need to come down front and just dump and just put it at your feet and let you be God in their life. Father, we love you. Father, we love you. In the Son's name I pray. Amen.